All of the music you'll hear on this episode of Let's Play 10 is made by independent artists signed to small labels. They need money to buy toothpaste and food. Your support will keep their teeth from falling out and prevent them from starving. So if you like it, buy it. Ben and MP embezzled from their kids' college funds and purchased the music played on tonight's episode. Please support these bands by doing the same. If you like it, buy it. Please do not embezzle money from your children. Thanks a lot for clicking on that button and joining us on the third episode of the Let's Play 10 podcast. We made it to number three. Ooh. Can you believe it? I know. It's like we should have a cake in the shape of a three, right? <laughs> three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. MP and Ben. And uh, yeah, thanks again for uh, clicking on and joining us. And thank you, as always, to Faux Fiction for the awesome theme song, little tune called Hello, which you can get on their most recent uh, EP. Uh, so check it out at fictionband.bandcamp.com. So let me ask you a question, sir. I like questions. Let's do this. Um, so you were born in the 80s, correct? 1983. 1983. Exact. Um, do you ever consider it to be a detriment to your enjoyment of music or to rock uh, your enjoyment of rock and roll that you were basically part of the f you were in the first generation of kids that grew up with this kind of black cloud hanging over rock and roll because it had been declared deceased by this kind of uh, at that time the, you know these kind of middle-aged these middle-aged people who had been charged or charged themselves with the job of being the ambassadors of uh, the journalistic or broadcast or industry ambassadors of rock and roll by the 80s had said this music is no longer relevant it's dead forget it punk cracked it open right. and destroyed it and burned it and pissed on its ashes and buried it and it's done and you had to grow you had to come of age hearing that or reading about it or seeing or hearing people say it is, is that something that had an impact on you when you were kind of in that formative time in your life saying oh i want to listen to this oh i want to listen to that and I'm, I'll, I'll get to why this yeah, is, yeah, yeah, no, this this is, is stuck good. in my craw this, this is week. good this is good no i'm i'm, ex <laughs> I'm excited in 1983 i was born in bloomington indiana at indiana university and my mom handed me a Styx album called Kilroy was here and said music is dead. <laughs> I had no idea what she meant at that time. Uh -huh. But wait, which it was the Kilroy album. Yeah, yeah, with oh, Mr. Roboto. Yeah. Like yeah, she was like she just leaned in and she goes, I love you, but music is dead. Yeah. And ever since then I've been trying to find, you know, music that wasn't dead. Did you did you um, look at her and say Domo Arigato? I'm pretty sure I just cried. But. Yeah. <laughs> That it was a, it was symbolic. That is a terrible record. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, 
I don't understand the statement, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the 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 war of words. I don't I, I understand the logic that's thrown behind it because I understand where people are like, well, this is why, and this is what once was, and this is where everything was kind of at the peak. Um, these are the albums that really mattered and then paved the way for everything else. I mean, we can have this argument all day, and people do. They they still do to this day. I don't believe rock and roll is dead. I believe rock and roll was a um, it was more about an attitude. It right. was more about an opinion on some levels, whether those opinions varied or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, that doesn't die. We still have opinions. We still have attitudes. We, we our character grows as we get older. And I and I think rock and roll is just it's it became something in the tabloids. It became something that media said this is what rock and roll is. And therefore, sure, maybe the tabloid version is dead. <clears throat> But I think what the essence of that, you know, fuck you, and this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I feel, and this, you know, this doesn't have to be structured, or mm-hmm. we go punk, this isn't tuned, this isn't pretty, there is no hook to this, this is just me telling you how I feel. Um, you know, you can bounce back and forth between all that, and I think that that has never died. I think that has gone in ebb and flows of whether it becomes popular or mainstream, but rock and roll will always be there. Hip hop will always be there. There will always be popular music. Right. There will be always indie music. I've said this before, genres fucking suck because they limit people. But the attitude in my opinion mm-hmm. since especially since 2020 is more alive now than I've noticed in recent years. I agree. And I think the thing that makes me struggle with the phrase with that that proclamation rock is dead is first is two things one how how does that how do the people who are saying it and that that's a whole that's a conversation we should probably get into also but the people who have been saying it for 40 years now how did they define rock and roll and i think that you started to go down that path a minute ago when you said that rock and roll had become this kind of tabloid sensationalist mm. thing keith moon is smashing hotel rooms and keith mm. richards is overdosing in toronto right. and queen is having these ridiculous multi-million dollar parties with midgets carrying bowls of cocaine and yeah. that became the excess of it and that was the point where punk start that like where punk happened and started kind of um railing against those kind of uh, you know the arist aristocratic conventions of rock and roll <laughs> yeah. where you know these guys are multi-millionaires and they're yeah. living in castles with gigantic yeah. guitar collections right. we can barely afford to feed ourselves we're rock and roll and i don't know if the 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 if the jan Wenners and you know the, the those 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 guys those those people who had decided in the 60s that they were the they were the ambassadors of the genre had said, wait a second, they're not just going after the musicians. They're coming after us, too. Mm-hmm. They're coming after the institutions that we help create. Mm-hmm. FM radio, right. a joke. By by the mid-'70s, FM rock radio was a joke to right. me. Right. And rock journalism, with very few exceptions, Grill Marcus, Lester Bangs, mm-hmm. Charles Charmurray, and a couple of others... Well, he came later, though. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. yeah. yeah my I bad. mean, these my guys bad. in the seventies who were really I'm young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, with with that handful of exceptions, rock journalism and rock broadcasting had become a, a, a just a programmatic uh, kind of 
sheened joke. It was just very glossy and it was very corporate and it was ridiculous. But the same people who created those institutions were the people who were telling my generation, which was the second generation mm -hmm. of rock and roll, this music is dead. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand, first of all, how could they possibly, what does that even mean? Because rock and roll is still happening every night in every city, mm -hmm. in every town, in a garage, in a club, in a basement, rock and roll is happening. Mm -hmm. it, to me, it is very much alive. And like you said, the, there's a, there's a, an, it's not just the music, it, there's an attitude to it. Mm -hmm. And the bands that are carrying that flag now don't seem to give a monkey's about trashing hotel rooms or taking drugs or right. having or having you know orgies with midgets carrying cocaine <laughs> they're just pissed off yeah. i mean they are a pissed off generation yeah. i mean the generation born in the in in this millennium yeah. are really really pissed off well and to be fair they have more distractions so they don't need midgets carrying cocaine they true they, you know they have tiktok they have they have well, to they have to promote on instagram they got stories I, to make you know like. exactly exactly they, <laughs> no i mean but in all essence right. like you know it, i think that's the thing that's that's missing sometimes in these arguments is let's step outside the and look at the big picture what decade are we talking about you know yeah. what generation are we right. talking about how right. much has changed like in the 70s they didn't have cell phones right they didn't you know they didn't they didn't have these certain distractions i think that does play a part into it and you can mm go down this rabbit hole and get super nitty gritty but that's just the reality like i i think there and is yeah, go ahead, go do ahead, you do go you ahead. think that that's what it is do you think that that's what makes these kind of now septuagenarian octogenarian uh uh you know this that demographic you know the, the first generation of rock and roll yeah. do you think that's what pisses them off about about this generation where they're all rock and roll. I mean, Jan Probably. Wenner literally said it two weeks ago. He said, rock is dead. And then he took it one step further and said, I'm going to miss it. Um, it. You know, it's not coming back. It's going to end up like jazz. And I read that and, then, and I, I was incredulous that he yeah. said that. And a, fr a really, really good friend of mine said, wait, jazz went away? <laughs> My friend Mitch, my friend yeah. Mitch from Maine said, "Wait, jazz went away," I like and I, I really loved. That was like the perfect reaction. I'm like, what motivates a person who made his very large fortune promoting this music, bringing this music into people's homes, right. bringing it into people's living rooms, literally building gigantic glass structures yeah. in, in Cleveland, the heart of rock and roll, yeah. as monuments to this music? to sit down with another journalist and say, oh, this music is dead, when I'm sitting here going, I just downloaded 10 amazing rock and roll albums today. Yeah. Are you just not paying attention? Still listening to U2 and Springsteen? Well... Is my, is my guess. For sure. And, like... They're so far removed. I mean, you could say, oh, they're out of touch. But I think they're beyond out of touch. But how, how are they supposed to be in touch also on some level... Because the 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 uh, battlefield or the the whole thing it's it's so I just big said it now I yeah. just said it yeah I just said it stop listening to darkness on the edge of town stop listening to the Joshua Tree great records mm -hmm. fantastic records but music was still being created after 1982 and after 1983 right and I, I don't understand why these guys can't yank themselves out of that box and say i mean i would i would love to see someone like him 
Jan Wenner, or the worst offender of all to me, David Crosby, to say, oh, I just heard this amazing uh, new, you know, hard rock or post-punk or mm-hmm. punk band from insert town here. Mm-hmm. They really got something. I mean, it, it's not like they have to go out and promote it or anything. It, it would just be nice if they would stop being so fucking curmudgeonly about it yeah. and admit that, okay, you're almost dead, but that doesn't mean that the genre you helped create is dead. Well, genres are limiting to begin with. So those who, in my opinion, personal opinion here, those who use things like genres to talk about topical discussions and then it gets publicized are already kind of putting themselves in a in mm. basically a, a glass cage yeah. or however you want to get it. Yeah. Um, I do think it's unfortunate that this conversation of the rock is dead is still out there. Me too. Because it's, it's so silly and it's so stupid and they keep, but they won't stop saying But the it. phrase is dead. That's my exactly. opinion. The phrase is well, dead. It doesn't matter anymore because right. the reality is there's a bunch of bands. We have some on the show tonight that'll tell you, listen, we do rock and roll. This is what we do. We're here to do this because we feel it. We have this attitude and whether people and, come out and support it or not, you know, like, and we are you and I. This 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 podcast is a drop in a in a massive massive 100%. ocean. And that like I I am like, dudes, you all have twenty twenty two twenty four year old assistants that work for you that do stuff like get your water and make your coffee and go out and get your stuff and your dry cleaning and work for you. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them is walking around with an AirPod in. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just ask them what they're listening to? Yeah. They're not all listening to Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. Yeah. Some of them are listening to some of the bands you may hear on this podcast. Some of the bands you may hear interviewed on Dirt and the Road. Some yeah. of the bands you may hear on some of our brother and sister podcasts yeah. out there. Rock and roll, to me, it's not a matter of being dead or being alive. It's a spiritual thing. And it, and it has been, if not now, it has been for a really, for most of my life, rock and roll hasn't been a thing that you can you know you you can declare it alive or dead Mm -hmm. i i I don't i don't think it's that black or white i think it's something that you either feel the spirit of it or you don't and if you did at one point in your life like some of these guys did who were either musicians or were in the industry Mm -hmm. or they were managers or agents Mm -hmm. or producers or they did something Mm -hmm. and contributed to the rise of this music To all of a sudden turn around now from their very expensive Adirondack chairs and say, oh, this is dead now. Well, you got to back that up with something. You can't just say it's dead because Springsteen hasn't put out a decent album in 20 years. Right. You have to have some kind of argument. But they've become so aristocratic, there's that word again, that when they say stuff like that, it drives conversations like the one you and I are having now. 100%. And no. we've probably spent more time talking about it than they have. Yeah. And that pisses me off, too. Well, we've we spent more time thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, and that's all I think about. For sure. But in, in the reality is, <laughs> I used though, to have a job. We think about it because we care. We care about yeah. these bands. Yeah. We care about this music. And we were we are as passionate as, as they were at one time. Right. In the 70s right. and, you know, the 60s, they were very passionate about this you know a lot of great stories come from that yeah um i do think that there's something else to take into effect here real quick and we can move forward Mm -hmm. the recording industry as a whole 
microphones from ribbon mics to um you know to the amplifiers that we use to everything that we use whether you're doing tape because that's become more you know uh, nostalgic again to do the tape recording to just digital like Mm. that's all changed since when they recorded yeah so if i was to say hey how about this give me a chance let me send you some bands and he was like all right cool yeah let's let me i'll check them out there's a chance it's not even that he wouldn't like the bands. It may just be the side the fact that the recordings are different. He's like, I like the old days. I like, I like when there was pops and you know white noise and right. oh, I, know, miss, I miss surface noise. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing too. That's though. okay. But it's a reality though that they grew up in an era where that was the, and that's that was the that's part of the passion that was the excitement you know yeah. this you know and for us like sure it you know recording is very different nowadays. Yeah. So when we hear a band that we're like. Wait, how do you not hear this band and go, okay, yeah, rock is still alive? Right. It could be sim- it could be something as simple as that, the way they're hearing it. I think that they're just rich, grumpy, irrelevant old guys who just don't want to want to admit that their time is done. <laughs> I, I no, I mean I'm 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 only being kind of semi facetious, but okay. I think that's really what it comes down to. I think they're just these kind of grumpy wrinkled old guys whose time is up and has been up for a really long time right. and they're sitting on their sitting on their they're living on interest wealthy and they can say whatever they want to say and they can sit around and listen to um born to run on endless loop all day long and say wow that was the last great rock and roll album that was ever made and it's like but but you know that that's not true it's just this kind of like this web of ridiculousness that they've woven yeah. around their generation, and they're so protective of so it. So then the question is, those who are publishing articles or any sort of PR that is coming out in regards to supporting those statements, mm. those interviews, mm. better question, dig deeper, who's their target audience then? Yeah, yeah. Because if that target audience is their generation yeah. or slightly younger then that's on them. Yeah. That's that's fine. If that if that helps them get clicks and likes and shares because they're catering and to their books, then they know. Yeah. They know because it, it is all just part of this marketing wheel and that's, and that's exactly, why they're doing that's it. That's exactly what and, it is. And, so, they want and to if see that it. is what it is, fuck them. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. They, one of them has a book to sell or another one has an album that's coming out and he wants to, you know, generate some buzz on Twitter about about something controversial he said about a younger artist. I'm, I'm referring to the David Crosby, Phoebe yeah, Bridgers yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. He had an album that was about to come out. Yeah. Or a reissue or, yeah. you know, something like play that. Play the so, algorithm. So, of course, he it. had to play yeah. to the algorithm. We yeah. got We have to pick this up in episode four. This is a really good conversation. I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. But you know what? Mm. Real fast. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. Rock and roll's not dead. It's not dead. I, I agree. Its spirit is alive in me right now i'm mad i might start speaking in tongues so i'll hand it over i'm mad i'm gonna hand it over to somebody else i'm mad hey everyone this is chris bannett from brother or brother and let's play 10.
Mike Adams and at his, I always, you always kind of say organically, you say Mike Adams at or and and his honest way because you think that the band is called the honest way, but it's right. actually Mike Adams at his honest weight. Jerry Carolla was the name of that song. Mike Adams at his honest weight just, just, just released a new album. It's so fresh. It's so good. Like the wax is still like, and it's so clean. You can't touch it yet because it's still wet. Graphic Blandishment is the name of the new Mike Adams at his honest weight album. That's a mouthful. It's <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And before that, uh, Brother O oh Brother, both of those bands, Brother O oh Brother and Mike Adams at his honest weight, uh, they're homeboys. They're from uh, our home, well, our home state, uh, either our home state or our adopted home state mm -hmm. of Indiana. Talk, tell us about Brother. We've known Brother O oh Brother since they were like baby brother and yeah oh baby brother we've yeah, known yeah, them yeah. a long time <laughs> uh yeah no uh very excited to have uh, new music from them the new album skinwalker is absolutely amazing um i love it front and back uh, the song we heard was elixir uh great new single off that album um and uh, you know i got a chance to see those guys uh, we headed to milwaukee saw them play at uh promises and then we headed up to mile music and saw them play multiple sets at mile music in appleton uh this past august and um not only is the album great like the band just gets better and better. And I love that. I love watching bands grow and Banta's guitar playing has just gotten so tight. Uh, so matter of fact, and then, you know, Warner is just chaotic on the drums, which is always a great time. Their live show is always so much fun to have an album that not only embodies that, but also some technical aspects that I didn't expect. Um, this album is just great, and I recommend everyone definitely not only you know download it, purchase it. Uh, you can even get a vinyl version of it. They have splatter, uh, splatter paint uh, versions of the vinyl, um, all types of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. I think there's a sand-filled <laughs> vinyl. Um, but no, uh, they do an amazing job. It's on Romanus Records, which we'll get to later. Um, it is uh, Brother Brother's record label, but mm -hmm. is also owned by Chris Banta and his partner, Warner, who plays drums. Uh, very cool history, very cool um, community service that really they do for indie music and what they do to help artists get vinyls made and get their music out there um but if brother you, oh, sorry if I, was yeah. gonna, I was gonna say if you've ever heard the there's a kind of semi-famous story out there where uh this guy in italy was selling these american weird filled vinyls yeah for like thousands and thousands of euros. Yeah. That's Romanus Records. That's our pal Chris Banta. That's his label. Yep. Some guy brought them back to Italy yep. and was selling them for a lot and of I, money. And I think that was the when the Jurassic Park uh, <clears throat> series got yep. re-released and he did the Dino Bone yep. vinyl filled. And that was one of them that yeah. I had, <laughs> which I actually own one of those. Yeah. Funny enough. Um, but no, they uh, started in 2014. Uh, they started as a two-piece and then added a bass player who lasted maybe, from what I gather, about six months to maybe a year. Only existing <laughs> live recording of the band. Of the, the bass, bass, player, bass player. I have it. Yep. Uh, I they, made it, actually. They played maybe 10 shows together, which yep. I love. And then, um, you know, they're, they're all in good terms, but the, they definitely get one back to the two-piece side of things. Uh, the band has an amazing tour history. And that tour history, that hard work, that dedication, the consistency of what they put into it, and they have some amazing stories. If you ever get a chance to talk to the guys, um, ask them about their road stories because that that a lot of great that stories. is one that Newski should do dirt right. dirt from the road right. on, like as a Chris Banta episode with uh, Warner. Uh, but they use those funds as a band, uh, everything they earn to 
fund and create the foundation that is Romanus Records, um, and which is an amazing story in itself. Um, but Romanus Records um, has really kind of grown over the years, and they do everything from uh, not only doing specialty vinyls, and they do a, a custom manufacturing side, um, which are theme products for vinyls, and uh, they've been doing that since 2019. It has taken off like absolute wildfire. Um, they've done everything from working with Slime Language, which involves Drake, Young Thug. Uh, they've done Mortal Kombat um, <laughs> themed releases, which is super cool. Uh, they've done a Hey Arnold from the Nickelodeon show right. themed release uh, 28 Weeks Later, which is a zombie movie. Yep. Uh, they did a theme vinyl release of that. Black Dahlia Murder very very popular heavy metal band um, and so many more um, you can find this stuff also on their Instagram uh, they do a TikTok for Romanus Records it's very popular um, really really cool stuff but they're doing it for the indie artists they're doing it in such a great way um, you can find Brother or Brother stuff at brotherorbrother.bandcamp.com which does have Skinwalker on there because I asked Banta kindly to put that on there mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure he told me his in-laws had to do that for him because he was busy Right. <laughs> so they uploaded it which is super rock and roll yep. because rock's not dead <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, of course, if you're interested in Romanus Records, uh, you can check them out at romanusrecords.com. Uh, they do have a Patreon and all that good stuff. Yes, I am a member of the Patreon. I am not paid to do this. I am just a proud, proud um, friend and a supporter yeah. of the band and the label. And so. go see Brother or Brother in uh, when they play live because their they're, they're live sets are really, really, really unpredictable and really, really exciting. Yeah. Um, but they're, again, a two-piece, both guys are very very physical performers it's a very hot show it's a very sweaty show you will get wet (laughs) if you're in the first five rows there and it's a very and they're also an incredibly powerful and very loud yes band and they are uh they're actually playing at appleton beer factory coming up this weekend this show airs uh and it'll be a couple days after that and then they are actually playing also october 1st uh at the riverwalk in kokomo uh, it is romanus evening there and uh put on by uh, a bunch of uh, local venues and all this stuff so it's when gonna is, be super cool when is when is Ro- romanus afternoon <laughs> tomorrow yeah it's tomorrow yeah. it's tomorrow afternoon right yeah so yeah, after yeah. Uh, after brother or brother we had yeah. uh, again mike adams at his honest weight they have a new record out graphic blandishment i had to look that word up actually blandishment. Yeah. all right and uh, it's out on the joyful noise label also based here in indiana here in indianapolis the band is originally from bloomington mike adams has been on the scene for a really really long time longer than i i have i think his okay. first album predates me by a couple of years here in uh, right in, on. in indiana anyway and he, he's got a really they have a super deep catalog it's all available at at uh, mikeadams.info is his uh, his website and you can purchase and check out all of his records all of his, he's got a ton of singles he's got a bunch of really cool splits uh with a sleeping bag and a bunch of other really really cool oh, bands. So, oh man i miss sleeping, Remember bag. sleeping yeah, bag? they were awesome yeah, Mike Adams at his honest weight, and they're going to be playing at uh, Healer here in Indianapolis yeah. at Healer on October eighth. That's going to be a great show. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. They got um, SM Wolf and um, Vess. Wow, I can never say his last name, so I do. Rudenberg, Rudenberg, yeah, he's great. Yeah, these are he, all people that are local. Yeah, yeah, like for these sure. are all people that we know. For sure, that's <laughs> so it's fair. a little weird. Yeah, sorry, so, <laughs> we so, forgot who was listening. <laughs> so ends, so ends the local portion of the <laughs> podcast. I do week. have to say this real quick about because I did not um, actually know a whole lot about Mike Adams. I heard the name thrown around, mm-hmm. um, and I mentioned this to you in a message um, that we kind of went back and forth on it. 
I love where the vocals sit in this. Mm. Um, I'm not going to reference bands that it reminds me of because, again, I don't want to go genre-based or anything. But I love – nowadays, a lot of vocals are very upfront and they're very loud. Um, that doesn't mean loud where it's piercing your ears. They're right. just more upfront than they used to be. This album specifically, I love where the vocals sit. They're yeah. very warm. They're kind of in the mix where I feel like they should be. Yeah, it sounds like they did something a little different. Yeah, and there was a great um, on there about there's uh, whoever was interviewing them wrote a really cool st- sentiment, and I love this. I wish I wish I had thought of the, the wording of this, um, it, but it was the kind of record you can only make after you really know how to make records. Oh, that's that's amazing. It's simple, that's but it's amazing. just it hits so pure, and it is. It's an amazing album. That's so. I, I think I like that quote so much. I think I'm going to start taking credit for it. <laughs> Close Fair. quote dash yeah. MP Cavalier. And we move on. All right. Yeah. Hey, thanks again for clicking our button on the uh, Let's Play Ten podcast. We got a block of four coming up for you. These are all brand new songs. They were just released in the last, let's say. 8 to 11 and a third days. Somewhere in there. We got new music from Mercury, Love and Joy. Great story about them. Broken Love and Jobber coming up. You ready for block of four? I'm ready. Let's Let's, do this. Let's do this.
brains across the wall I need to get out of my head tonight I feel like I don't care at all But thinking about forever makes me terrified Blood is rushing out of my veins Feeling colder without your pain And it's raining out from the sky Feel the blood rising in my mind Heaven knows if I'll be alright Devil on my shoulder Speaks to me and tells That I ain't going nowhere Devil on my shoulder Loves me like a sad That I ain't going nowhere Peel the tape off of my mouth too much left to say to you Sometimes I feel like someone else Like I'll do anything you want me to Blood is raining down from the sky Feel the blood rising in my mind Heaven knows if I'll be alright Devil on my shoulder Speaks to me and tells That I ain't going
It's a long chord there from Jobber. It's my favorite chord. That's your favorite chord? That's my favorite chord. <laughs> from Brooklyn, New York, Jobber. So that's the uh, that's a new project from members of a band called Hellraiser. I love that they incorporated the kind of 80s cars keyboard oh, yeah. patch in there. So it's, it's such a cool sound and it looks it took me right back to like that first those first two cars records you know just that thing i mean yeah. and they, not, i'm not saying that they sound like the cars right it's just that's that a keyboard very yeah, very yeah, yeah. distinctive yeah. patch that they use very and very it's cool. classic it's so good it yeah. works in that it works in that vibe that that moment for them yeah, yeah absolutely great. entrance theme was the name of the tune there and uh hell in a cell is the name of the ep that was uh it's not out yet it's coming out on october 21st i believe okay. is the release date for okay. the full ep but that song is available now entrance theme jobber is the name of the band from brooklyn new york and um really interesting little bit of a weird backstory there so the cover of the ep is a still from i, I guess some kind of backyard wrestling yeah match yeah and the band jobber jobber i guess is a wrestling um phrase it's 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 terms jobber is a wrestling term and a jobber in professional wrestling is the like the foil of the famous wrestler it's is, is it the, is it's it the, the one that's always supposed to lose it, right yeah. right 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 yeah, yeah, right the yeah, jobber the jobber yeah yeah, yeah. and that's going to be out on exploding in sound records great punk label also based in i believe also based in brooklyn new york and that comes out on October 21st. Jobber, love him. Absolutely great. And before that was uh, Broken Love. Tell us about Broken Love. Well, hold on. Bur- Jobber, had, Jobber had had the Hellraiser background. They did have the Hellraiser background. And real yep. quick, yep. if anyone's out there, you have to go check out yeah. Hellraiser, their yeah. previous project, and the website because it's like 16-bit arcade graphics. Uh, it's all tied into like WWE, like um, good um, just... Uh, references and stuff. Like, I think it's like sponsored by McMahon. <laughs> like, there's like a, a McMahon on fire at the bottom of it. It's like, yeah, I sponsor this and stuff. Like, it's it's wonderfully, horribly like old school um, graphics and whatnot. And you you got to go check it it's out. Like Just, Nintendo sixty four yeah, era. Yeah, um, yeah. What was the name of the uh, What was the name of the game that everybody played where you could pull the guy's spine out? Oh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Which, right. which brother or brother on Romanus Records right. did a right. <laughs> final for Absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, and um, and real quick, too, like because uh, I found this very interesting. Uh, their next show is actually uh, October 3rd at the Purgatory uh, in Brooklyn, and they're playing with Shell of Shell, Pet Fox, and Smile Machine. Cool little side story. Smile Machine is a little project that uh, Jordan Blakely, yep. uh, who plays drums on the Barty Strange yeah. group, uh, that he she's been on their tour. Mm-hmm. She's been on. She sat in and played drums for the Seth Meyers uh, late night show. Um, they're doing this whole thing on October third. So if you're in Brooklyn, New York. You got to go see this show. It's got yeah. Jobber. It's got a bunch of great bands. Um, some really cool, just like intricate uh, community S- stuff there. So, yeah, Jordan yeah. Blakely, super well known yeah. all around, not just a drummer, guitar player, bass player, singer, songwriter. Jordan does, is the total package. Yeah. Amazing. Literally a DIY musician. Yeah. Yeah. The, the EP, it's, I believe it's all Jordan is playing every instrument. Is really- <laughs> yeah. 
I love yeah. it. Well, and if if we get some music, we're definitely going to have to have her like on a show. Like, yeah, it's going to be a thing. For sure. So. For sure. Um, yeah. So the song before that, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to get no, off no, track, but I had good. to bring up yeah. Hellraiser. That mm-hmm. that website is amazing. Uh, Broken Love. Um, I am a huge fan. Uh, the song was um, Forever's Enough. And uh, it's off of the uh, it's a it's a single. They've got a whole project coming out. They got a bunch of singles kind of dropping right now. Um, but they are with a label called Spine Farm, and you can find them at BrokenLove.com. They are out of Toronto, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And is it still in Canada? It's st- currently 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 still, still there. Yeah. Uh, they are in tour currently with Dead Poet <clears throat> Society. Uh, they are actually in like Phoenix, Arizona tonight wow. while we're recording this badass Go show. Go Phoenix! And then uh, they are in Oklahoma City, Dallas, and Houston uh, to kind of round out the week. And then I will be seeing them in Indy at the Hi-Fi October 16th nice. Indianapolis Indiana if anyone is listening to this and is local come hang out for the night it's going to be a great show it's a Sunday evening so if you uh, aren't a fan of being out on a weeknight then uh, you know it is Sunday a, Sunday is a weeknight it is for when we get to a certain age, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I got to get up the next day, it's a week. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, like, no joke, today I needed, I was like, man, I should honestly start ordering um, some, like, uh, in ear earplugs mm-hmm. for these shows. I'm getting older and I need to, you know, protect the you ears. Got to. And, I got the ringing, man. I've had yeah. it for years. So, so I ordered the eargasm mm-hmm. earplugs nice. and uh, I'm excited. Those will yep. be in shortly. Um, protect the eardrums, kids. <laughs> Uh, the the band though as a whole they're uh, real big on not doing super complex songs they're big on the sound um, there's a lot of more essence to just the passion of this and uh, Broken Love is actually a reference um, to the lead singer Justin Benolo uh, Benololo I think is how you say it uh, it's it's kind of an interesting last name it's B E N L O L O so Benololo and if I'm butchering it I do apologize um, but he uh, he does mention that um, the band was kind of named after him being a hopeless romantic but also a very tough individual um, and the music does hold up to that a lot of the songs are very strong uh, big sound and the live performances I've seen on YouTubes are uh, YouTubes like there's multiple YouTubes <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on the YouTube. Yeah, on the YouTube. Got them all. Uh, no, they're. The <laughs> You're not showing your age. You're showing my age. Yeah, I'm showing everyone's yeah. age in this show. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it looks great. I'm excited to see them. So, uh, October 16th, if you're in Indianapolis, Indiana, come to the Hi Fi. Uh, heck, I'll even buy your ticket. Come hang out with me. It'll be wow. great. Yeah. Tickets are free. Free tickets. <laughs> Broken Love from Toronto. Broken Love. Canada. Nice. So before Broken Love, we go from Toronto all the way to Kiev, Ukraine. That's Love quite and a, Joy. That's quite a trip. A jump. That's, that's a trip. A trip yeah. Love and Joy was the name of the band you heard there. Lure of Fortune was the track we played from their brand new album. It was just released. It's called Half Home. So let's talk about Love and Joy. Love and Joy finished uh, the mixing, the final mix on their record Half Home on February 21st of this year. And if you are paying, had been paying attention to the news, that was three days before Russia invaded their country. Jeez. So them and a lot of their friends had to leave. And uh, they had this kind of album sitting out there, which has now just been released uh, six, six, now it's six months later. But in the meantime, Love and Joy got together with a couple of other uh, organizations in Ukraine to put together something called Musicians Defend Ukraine. And the guys in Love and Joy have been traveling around Europe for the last six months. They've been playing shows. They've been kind of ambassadors. And while they're doing that, they're raising money for Musicians Defend Ukraine, which is a foundation that was put together 
so that they could raise some money to give to people who are in the Ukraine music industry who are now not in the music industry because they're defending their country. So they've raised about somewhere in the neighborhood of between sixty-seven and $70,000, depending on when you're listening to me say this. That's an American money. And they're, they've been able to, I mean, they've saved lives with this money that they've raised. So um, if for any other reason you check out Love and Joy, I mean, the album is fantastic. It's a great uh, psych rock I, more, more of like a psych pop rock record. The album's really easy on the ears. Um, there's nothing on it where you're like, "Ooh, I don't want to hear that." It's it's you can, there's no it's a non-skippable record. Mm-hmm. And if for no other reason than than the music is great, you might want to check it out to to maybe send them a couple of bucks and maybe send out a couple of bucks to the uh, musicians defend Ukraine. So I'm going to tell you what the website is, but it's it's not probably not going to translate right because the spelling is so weird. So the company that they're working for is called Spital.com. S-H-P-Y-T-A-L.com. And if you go to that website, Musicians Defend Ukraine is right there. There's a whole explanation about what they do, how they do it, how they collect the money, where the money goes. They're very upfront about everything. Financial statements are available for your viewing. It's all above board. I spoke to these guys. It's all above board and all the money is going to help out these folks who, in the middle of February, had to stop what they were doing as musicians, as producers, as artists, as creative people, and they had to put on the Kevlar and go help defend their country. So uh, Love and Joy is the name of the band. Half Home is the name of the record. And now listening to it, now when they were making the record, they had no idea that any of this was going to happen. Right, right. And now some of the poignancy of the lyrics starts to shift a little bit as you're listening to it, and you're like, this was written before the invasion. Well, that's kind of weird, but we know that they had been waiting for this for for several months. So please check out Love and Joy at Love and Joy L O V E N J O Y dot Bandcamp. So it's Love and Joy dot Bandcamp dot com. And a, a big thank you to the guys at Love and Joy for getting in touch. We and appreciate it. And there's an amazing article on Kerrang dot com about this whole Kerrang story. Magazine. Uh, Kerrang. Highly highly recommend checking out i was reading through it and there's there's just this one quote that was poignant and it was that some of the money that they've raised so far they've actually received the band themselves have received uh contact from people who have said the medical kit or even the helmet the helmet has saved people's lives if not their own lives yep if that doesn't give you <laughs> the feels, yeah. then this podcast is not for you because that <laughs> absolutely, I was like, wow, um, that yeah, was amazing. Not very often yeah. that you get to, you know, we get to play a song and we're like, well, if you help the band out, you're also helping out a country. A con- you might be helping out the country. <laughs> so go ahead and do that. Uh, before that, so Mercury is the mystery band of the Ugh. episode. I, I you know what? You know what's cool you, you, about that? We'll challenge the listeners to go out and find as much information yeah. about this <laughs> Good band luck. as they can. Good luck to you. <laughs> no, here's the best part about this. An we started this riddle. show talking about if rock and roll is dead. This band is pure yeah. uh, proof that rock and roll is not dead because you can't really find anything about them. Like, and I love that. It's so rock and roll. It's like the hype and the mystery of this band is just. 
it, it makes it so much fun. But it is Mercury with a period at the end. Um, and they are, uh, the song we heard was Moment, which there is a music video out for, also really good. Um, but they are possibly independent. We're not 100% sure. <laughs> um, they are, uh, they just, I'm sorry, they just finished up a tour with the Backstreet Lovers. Uh, they did a run with them in March and August, from what I could tell. And um, the band uh, for the Backstreet Lovers themselves actually came out of Provo, Utah. Um, and they, um, I mean, this band played, you know, the Fillmore, <laughs> the freaking Fillmore. Like, that's awesome that they got to sit in the Fillmore yeah. and, you know, they don't have a Facebook page. They're, you know, sure, they're on Spotify and Instagram, but they're not, from what I can tell, they're not pushed by a label right, or anything right. and the, so whatever it is they're doing this they're hanging gra- out with the right this people. grassroots yeah, yeah. thing it's just, it's wonderful it it's awesome but if you get a chance uh there's a catalog uh, which you can obviously find um again as we mentioned on spotify and such um and then if you go to their instagram there is a link tree to some other things that they do um go check them out go listen to music i was listening to this morning again and they've got just some really, really great foundation, and I'm excited to see what this band does in the mm. future. So, cool. Mercury with a period. Mercury with a period at the end. Yeah, check them out. They, they, how much music do they actually have out there? Um, you know, that's a great question. Uh, I didn't actually count all the songs. So. <laughs> but You had one job. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> count. I know, I suck. No, uh, but no, they're, uh, they've got easily an EP and a couple other singles out there. Um, I don't believe there's a full LP just yet. Hopefully that'll come soon. Um, but they're a Nashville, Tennessee band. So they're probably down there just cooking up stuff left and right. So Cool. The next block of songs includes the song that I'm, so it's a new feature we're introducing called okay. the song that MP is most excited about this episode. I want a feature. So in this, you should I, have one. I got to come up with it though. You have to come up God with it. So in this, in this, uh, in this next block of songs, you're going to hear the song that MP is most excited about this week. So let's uh, let's give him another four. Let's start out with I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's Prima Queen, and if if it's wrong, I apologize. It's either Prima or Prima. It's I think it's be, Prima. I think it's Prima. Yeah. All right, Prima Queen. It's the Let's Play Ten podcast.
That's what I call a big, big, big finish. The biggest. Julie Odell is from New Orleans, Louisiana. Is that the proper pronunciation? New Orleans? Mm-hmm. It is. Yes. Tonight it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, Julie has a new album coming out called Autumn Eve. It's coming out on the 30th on French Kiss Records. And of course, you can uh, check that out at frenchkissrecords.com slash Julie Odell. Uh, it's a great, uh, great, great record. I've actually gotten to hear most of it. It's really cool. Julie wrote that song. It's called Envelope. Julie wrote that song after she received a letter in the mail, which people really don't do anymore. She received a letter in the mail from a friend of hers, and the letter said just, hey, how you doing? And that's all it said. And she felt that for someone to have taken the time to go through the tactile process of writing a letter, folding a letter, putting it in the envelope, addressing it, putting a stamp on it, sticking it in the mailbox, or bringing it to the post office, just to ask, the simplest of questions. Hey, how you doing? She wanted to write a song that would be a big, what she says was a big, loud response to that act of kindness because yeah. she had been going through a pretty bad time. The album is really interesting. She wrote half of it before she became a mom and she wrote half of it after she became a mom. So there's some interesting uh, emotional and vocal dynamics going on there. It's a really, really good record and I probably shouldn't even have to say this out loud, but... I absolutely adore her voice. I love what she does with the vocals. And I really like, I I just like the approach musically. It's not so, you know, New Orleans has a specific kind of sound. And I Mm -hmm. think that she's based there and she's from there. But I don't know if she falls into that kind of, you. if I didn't know where she was from, I probably wouldn't peg, oh, that's coming out of New Orleans. Julie O'Dell is a perfect example and then also the first artist of this rock block, if you will, um, of why <laughs> rock, block. rock block. I feel like we should be playing a Monster Jam commercial now. <laughs> oh, that's like yeah, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> exactly. They're a perfect example, Julie specifically, of why I love doing this podcast. Yes, that's romanticized, but I had no idea. And I love that now I understand and now I know about her music Mm -hmm. and that I can follow that career. And hopefully there is a career to that. Hopefully even post-child, there is a lot more music coming from that because I am a big fan of and big believer of if you have the passion, if you are creative, if you have that fire, it never actually goes away. Um, But I never would have known about her had we not been doing this. So this is a reason that I love doing this. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Just had to throw that out there. She's amazing. Autumn Eve is the name of the record. Comes out on September 30th. Let's talk about Gold Park. Gold Park. All right. Let's do this. Okay. Don't know much about these guys. Just look Gold Park. Gold Park. Gold Park. Just learned. We should do that for every band. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> They'll hate us. Um, the song was, I guess it's never enough. I feel that. Uh, they are on a label called Hazel Street Records, which I had to do some digging for. Um, but Hazel Street <laughs> Records seems to be uh, actually putting together quite a quite a artist uh, lineup, if you will. They've got four, from what I can tell from their website currently. Um, but uh, you can find them at goldpark.com. Uh, goldparkband.com they're out of nashville tennessee and uh these guys uh you know kind of a newer story uh came together in 2019 uh definitely fell victim as we a lot of us did to the 2020 pandemic um but it was a pandemic there uh, we'll talk about it yeah it's over now by the way i don't know if you heard yeah i heard it was over (laughs) (laughs) so uh 
but these guys are real big on just connection as far as the music goes and everything they do uh they're big on the music that unites them um that drives them and the music that really unites us too as the fans and i love that about them um they recorded their first ep in 2021 which was gold park one easy to remember and gold park two is coming out here soon these guys will actually be at uh feinstein's at hotel carmichael in carmel indiana Mm. uh on november 2nd and then november 3rd they're going to be at pierre's in fort wayne indiana and i actually had the pleasure of actually seeing a show recently at feinstein's um a couple weeks ago it is a very cool underground kind of like indie rock jazz club a <laughs> very suburban suburb yeah <laughs> if you could ever if that is a thing um but it's a really cool venue um i'm excited to see these guys in person um and see what they do live but i enjoy their recordings um and i'm excited to hear the new ep when it comes out so. i'm already excited to hear about gold park three yeah, <laughs> you're past you're past two. Yeah, you've heard two singles I and you're ready for three. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm also really looking forward to Gold Park Live at Carnegie Hall <laughs> or find. <Feinstein's. clears throat> I hope I hope or fi- <laughs> I hope that someone gets that that reference. That, I, I hope if someone gets it, I'm not going to say what it is, but I hope someone gets it. If somebody gets that right into let us, us know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got you. You were referencing X. You will get yeah, a yeah, Dairy yeah. Queen coupon for one free ice cream cone. Expired. Expired. Yes. <laughs> Before Gold Park, oh my gosh, I cannot wait for the world to hear the new LP from Future Teens. And it's coming out two days from when I'm saying this. So today's, we're taping on the 21st, so it's coming out on Friday, September 23rd on Triple Crown Records. They're doing the vinyl and everything. And of course, if you're a digital person, you can go to futureteensofamerica.com. You can go to futureteens.bandcamp.com. Please, please, please buy the future teens record it is so fucking good i i just can't wait for everybody here and team sport was so hard to pick a song from it they gave us they said you could pick from these three and it was just so hard to pick even from those three like which one do you pick you know but team sports was just the song that i i just there were just some chords in there that i really loved and the, the, the lyrics and the way the song is arranged and the drama of it great song it's just like to me it's like a quintessential future teen song i will say this i would have picked differently you would have picked a different one anyways oh that's okay oh you, you do whatever you want it's your show so <laughs> the name of the new future teens album is is it's called self-help it comes out on september 23rd it, it is i am so 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 excited for for folks to hear it i, I love this band and i love that we're going to get to see them in just a couple of weeks right here in indianapolis with rat tally and Camp Trash on the same bill whoop, whoop. at my favorite venue. I mean, it, it, that's like kismet. And the three, venue? It's at Healer here there in Indianapolis. Go. Three great bands at my favorite venue. I will absolutely be there. Can't wait. And what are they doing tomorrow, though? So tomorrow... <laughs> I love this. Apparently, love this. from what we hear, Future <laughs> Teens is doing... Uh, so Future Teens, they're from Boston, Massachusetts. They're doing a pop-up show tomorrow. Pop-up what? A pop-up CD... Album. They're doing a pop-up album release. Album release. Bands don't do that. Yeah, that's the albums true. go. We have an album release, and they promote it for a for month months, or right, two months right. or whatever have you. They're like, remember, eh, 
by the way, we're doing an album release yep. tomorrow. Who's yep. coming? And I'm like, oh my God, why? Yep. <laughs> why are there album, more bands doing this? It's at a place in Boston called the Silhouette Lounge, which if you're from Boston, I'm sure you're very familiar with the Silhouette Lounge. That's to, that's on Thursday, the 22nd of September. And then they're going to be at the State House in New Haven, Connecticut, uh, on October 14th with Camp Trash, Rat Tally, and Cinema Stare. And then again, they'll be here in Indy on, I believe, the 18th of October at the fabulous, colorful, hallucinogenic healer. It's going to be a great show. Future teens, do not pass, do not pass go. Stop and go directly <laughs> to future teens. Love it. Let's Love talk it. about Prima Queen. Prima Queen, if we're saying that correctly. Uh, amazing. Amazing. I hope we're saying amazing that. track. Uh, song was Eclipse. Yes. And uh, this is off a label called Nice Swan, which I actually dig that label name by the way mm. um but you can check them out uh it is primaqueen.bandcamp.com that is where we purchase their music yep. um they are um currently out of the uk uh one of the members uh is actually uh the way of chicago as her hometown i believe that is that Luis that is chicago ontario no uh, the one in illinois yeah, the one. Okay, okay. <laughs> i was just making sure which one which chicago are we talking about yeah I, um and uh <laughs> <laughs> they uh they actually were featured in um in nme.com um they were actually part of the uh top 100 bands for 2022 it's the new musical express for those of you non-hipsters non-hipsters yeah. um but i had not actually seen this article when it came out and mm. if i did i totally forgot but when i was doing some research on the band because they are uh, kind of uh, really they're just a new fan favorite for me um I didn't realize how many other bands that we've actually talked about in the show or going to talk about soon. Uh, but on this uh, article for the top 100 essential new artists, you got Pink Shift, who we've already discussed in a mm, previous episode. Love the Pink Shift. Uh, the Rills, who we're going to talk yep. about hopefully here real soon. Um, and then, of course, you know, we got Prima Queen. Um, but really great article. Check them out. Um, they are. Um, getting ready to play a big show it's uh for the float along festival in sheffield over in the uk and uh it's a really great story about these two girls um they actually met by chance through a class they were taking over in the uk and uh, just became not only musical partners but best friends um all of the interviews i've listened to and the interviews i've read about um, them just this energy and this vulnerability in their their music and what they do but also just this energy that they put on the stage into their recordings and everything uh, to make it honest and that's really refreshing and kind of i don't know how do you say what's the term rock and roll no rock and roll is dead according to the right uh, sorry according to the my aging bad. pundits my bad sorry my apologies <laughs> but anyways check them out prima queen take its pulse yeah prima queen excellent I, i'm actually i was telling ben off mic that's the only song of theirs that I've had a chance to listen to but tomorrow I've actually set aside time in my day to listen to everything they have a whole bunch of singles out there they do so I'm going to listen to the entire Prima Queen catalog, catalog. tomorrow probably more than once yeah. I mean that that's an amazing track yes it's a great track Eclipse good one so we're up to our plus one so every episode Ben and I because we're so important we get to <laughs> uh, we get to bring a plus we get to each bring a plus one it makes me shiver every time you say yeah, that. yeah we, like, we each pick a song that w is not new that's kind of not so old but 
falls outside of the kind of two week window we it's have. Just to pick new music. It's just a That's fucking good song. It's just a fucking good song that it's one of the artists or one of the songs that led us to want to do this this podcast. All these playlists that we had been exchanging for a number of years. Oh, you should listen to this band. You should listen to this band. Check out this song. Oh, this yeah. new track just dropped. It's really good. And we built up this kind of mountain of music, and we can never use it in this podcast because it didn't come out in the last two weeks. Right, so right. we we Kobayashi marooned the show. <laughs> So that we could actually pick one song each from from that kind of backlog of stuff that we had. So we'll play those two. We'll come back. We'll give you a little bit of uh, a little bit of chat about those two songs, and then we'll do some housekeeping and we'll say bye bye. Yeah, bye bye. All right, let's get into our plus ones. We've got a track from a local, another local band. Holy God! Wow, Fever Dream. Whoop whoop. They're from here. With another period. Another whoop. Fever Dream with a dot. That's a thing. Fever Dream from here, and another. So we've done three episodes. All three of my plus ones, you tell me what they have in common when we come back. Son Fair of enough? Bitch.
Bloody knuckles, bloody nose It's not a long walk from the park Just long enough to think of this and break my heart
what an epic, epic song. I, I, I just... I had no idea. I could listen to that song on a loop. It's just the arrangement, the lyrics, the, the everything about it, the string parts, everything about it is so... I can't think of another. It's just everything kind of surprises you when yeah. you listen to it. Yeah. Because it starts off with just that very, very simple, just those kind of staccato chords. Yeah. And they're, 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 the song is just about their friends. Yeah. You know, hanging out and being in a band and walking home late at night and there's danger, there's not danger. You know, do I even want to be in this world anymore? And then you find your friends and you find your place and you right. find that basement to hang out in. Yeah, it's pure. It's very, very, very pure. Yeah. Riverby is the name of the band. August Greenberg is the person who wrote and sang that song. And I, I have a, I don't know why I feel very connected to them. I probably shouldn't, but I do. And and if you're listening, thank you very, very much for writing that. Not just that song, but that entire album, which is called Absolution, and it came out. In March of this year, 22, if you're listening in another year, came out in March of 22, produced by fucking Jim Wirt, whose yeah. resume is like a thousand, like stretches to the moon. I mean, he's worked right. with a lot of really big bands, a lot of small bands. He's got his own shop. Yeah. And Absolution is the name of Riverby's album. Riverby is R-I-V-E-R-B-Y. This band camp page, um, it was released on... There you go. Guess what label? Take this to heart. Uh, records. That label. Yeah, how about that label? Uh. They got some stuff going on over there. And uh, Riverby uh, now joins the other two bands on my plus one over the past three episodes, all from Philadelphia. I'm not from Philadelphia. I thought I was supposed to guess. Uh, well, well, I decided that we didn't have time for you to guess. This show is trash. <laughs> Let's start again. I just destroyed. We have to start all over again. All right, here we go. Let's start the theme music. Yeah. Yes. So... Please, please, please check out uh, River B. From what I'm told, the live shows are incendiary. Just a good, solid show and a good solid. If they come album. to Indy, we're going. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, no, night. River B's on Date my bucket. Okay. Absolutely right. bucket list. Okay. Yes. Right. Let's talk about Fever Dream. Yeah, I'm good. Which was your plus one? You're good. All yep, right, good no, night, everybody. Right. <laughs> Fever Dream mm. with a period. By the way, can we like change our show? Can that be Let's Play Ten with a period? I feel like that's that's sure. how this should end. Sure. Okay. All right. Absolutely. So everyone's adding a period to the end of the band name. <laughs> uh, Twin Flames was the badass track we just heard uh, off a similar EP. Uh, independent. Uh, they are not on a label currently. Uh, Fever Dream Indie bandcamp.com is where you can find all the good stuff uh we definitely both purchased that stuff they are in indianapolis indiana really really cool guys uh, i actually had the pleasure of um sitting down and interviewing mikey at uh indian tune radio uh, our good friend darren snyder Heard runs and owns the indian tune radio that is indian radio.com and i uh, got a chance to talk with mikey learn a lot about the band and what they're doing they are currently uh, getting ready to um, look at 2023, some shows. They don't have anything upcoming currently, um, but they are. Um, they just brought in a new uh, uh, keyboards player, and they're really excited about that. They made some mentions of that on social media. Um, they just played a couple shows um, a couple weeks ago, um, but they are... Um, they got the uh, first EP slated last September and uh, hopefully working on some new music. Uh, biggest thing for me is um, 
the rhythm section and the percussion of that band, I just, I really, really connect to, uh, their live shows, um, are going to just carry that over and it's just cascading into what you're hearing through those speakers and in the crowd it makes you move. It makes you feel. And that's a cool thing is a uh, fever dream is all about kind of the emotion and the moment. Um, so I'm excited to, I actually have not had the opportunity to see them live yet. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that hopefully next year. Um, but again, that is Fever Dream, and the uh, song was Twin Flames, if you're interested. And you can find them on Bandcamp at feverdreamnd.bandcamp.com. Nice. Good guitar solo, too, in that one. Yeah, that was a sweet, the ending of that sweet is sweet guitar solo at the end. So yeah, good. Really soulful. Yeah. Really soulful. Let's do a little housekeeping, and then we'll send you on your way. Uh, the podcast, if you're uh, checking it out, there's show notes, and we have like a little blurb about what we're talking about during the show, but also there's a, there's a, a list of songs that we play, and that list is uh, clickable. You can click, click on any of the songs that are listed there, and it will take you right to the place where you can purchase the music. We did. You should as well. Please check out all these bands, buy some swag, buy the merch, yeah. digital download, whatever you got to do to chuck these bands a little bit of money, keep them working, keep them on the road, keep them creating because, hey, apparently rock and roll is still alive. So thank goodness for that. And also, uh, we have recently updated the uh, Fortified Creations website. Uh, so go check it out, fortifiedcreations.com. Uh, not only is our podcast on there, there are two other additional podcasts, uh, one by Mr. Kyle Buck, um, and then, of course, our good friend Trevor um, from St. Aubin. They both have some amazing uh, things that they are doing, Kyle Buck in the comedy scene, Trevor in the music scene, um, and then, of course, our latest episodes and stuff. And then we have just recently got certified and and we have a certified Fortified Creation Spotify account. So we are creating a playlist uh, for this specific show. And so the Let's Play 10 uh, playlist, if you will, yep. uh, season one is up and running. It'll have all of these bands on there. Updated um, after every episode. Updated after mm -hmm. every episode. And uh, so you can find a link to that good stuff and follow so along. What he's saying is that if you want to hear the songs, but you don't want to hear us, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can go to the playlist yeah. and just listen to the music. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, obviously, please go to Bandcamp yeah. or support them through their websites. But if streaming is your thing and you want to do both, we do have playlists now available and I'm sure that'll build into some other things. We might even do a fun uh, MP list versus bin list, all types of cool stuff. So we're really excited about it. But the goal here is, again, support the artist and, you know, better yourself. Yes. Yeah. L because uh, be of that. Better life through rock and roll. <laughs> Which is alive. Which is alive. Which is alive. Right. We yeah. have declared it alive yeah. on this podcast. Thanks again for joining us. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode of Let's Play 10. We'll see you, buddy. Have a good night. All right, see ya. Everybody asks, everybody asks, and you good. Everybody asks, everybody asks, and you are good. Yeah, I think we're good. Everybody asks, everybody asks, well, are you big? No, I'm not that big. Everybody asks, everybody asks, everybody asks, everybody asks.
45 Creations and Let's Play 10 love the music you heard in this episode, so much that we bought it and contacted the artists and their labels to tell them so. It'd be great if you did too.